Good morning. It's the 23rd of March 2006 and I'm David Tebbert. I'm at a Tipco customer briefing in London. It's called Service Oriented Architecture, Principles, Priorities, Practice and Proof. The senior level audience is hearing about the vital role that business process management and a service oriented architecture can play in gaining future business advantage. The excellent keynote speaker was Neil Maceter, a partner in Maceter Ward Dutton. This is an advisory firm which specialises in issues surrounding IT and business alignment. He's very kindly stepped out to answer a few questions for us. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Number one, can you summarise the ways in which business is changing? Certainly, I, I think there are three core macro trends that are impacting business and forcing changes in the way that they're thinking about the deployment of IT. And those can be summarised as, the first is really globalisation. The, the fact that organisations can now collaborate with partners and suppliers across the globe, can access customers across the globe. And this is both a challenge and an opportunity. It's a challenge in that it increases competition because the competition are equally global. It's an opportunity in terms of reaching new, new partners and customers. The, the second challenge is really one that results from the increasing power that large companies have coupled with the liberalisation of particularly in the public sector and this is one that we refer to as transparency that customers and regulators are, are demanding more in terms of an understanding of the way the business is operating and this is manifesting itself mo most obviously in the area of compliance. The, the final area and this is a result of the, the previous two is an increased focus on differentiation through services, both services that you're providing to customers and to, to suppliers and partners. And th this is the way that organisations are, are increasingly differentiating themselves at the edge of the enterprise. Okay, thanks. And that, that presumably is where the businesses are adding value as well. Indeed. I mean, the, real, the, the way that businesses are, are really delivering value is in terms of the services that they're actually delivering to their customers. That's how customers perceive the value of work, you know, working with a particular organisation, whether they're citizens in, in, in working with government or whether it's in a commercial context. The reality is that the real value comes from the services that that, that business or government organisation provides. OK, thank you very much. That was a supplementary. Now I'll ask you question two. Um, what tensions is this creating between IT, you know, traditional IT, and businesses, I would imagine there are quite a few. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the tensions are, are felt primarily because the issues we discussed in terms of globalisation, transparency and service differentiation all depend on a more effective harnessing of IT because business and IT now are so intimately intertwined. And the reality is that the way that current IT is deployed, the way that we invest in IT, the way that that IT is delivered doesn't reflect the reality of the, the changes in terms of a more process-oriented approach that's required as a result of these challenges. And the, the tensions manifest themselves in, in terms of the, the difficulty that IT and business have in collaborating, in having a shared understanding of what the business processes and priorities are and how that needs to be supported through IT. This has echoes of years past. I mean, this has always been a cry in business, I think we've got away with it by doing vertical specific applications. Now that's all kind of breaking down. Does this mean that uh, a new approach to IT is required? I, I think absolutely. I, th I think the, the historical approach to, the, to IT is, is one that's been very inward focusing. 
It's one that's been focused on the functions that occur within an organisation, in, typically in, in stovepipes. So we can think of you know, ERP applications supporting the finance department or HR applications supporting the um, HR department. And it, it, these rigid stovepipes don't reflect the reality that the interface for the customer or the supplier is with the organisation. It's not with a particular function. So we need to start breaking down these stovepipes and moving to a model where, where IT really reflects the end-to-end business process as opposed to the functional process. Right, so that's, that's quite a challenge and I would imagine that people need to visit your website and look at your white papers and stuff like this to, to, to expand on that. We'll give the listeners a link to that later on. Let's just talk about technologies. That What technologies actually exist already to support the new approach that you're talking about? Well, you... Just as you mentioned, the problems and challenges that organisations are facing and these tensions are, have existed for you know, numerous years, I would say probably since the emergence of IT in business. The reality is that organisations are able to exploit a number of existing technologies that they already have in place to actually better support the new way of, uh, that their businesses want to operate. But I believe there are probably four fundamental areas of technology um, innovation and and investment from from suppliers that that can help address some of the challenges and those can really boil down into a focus more on process integration and a, a process centric approach and this manifests itself through things like BPM and workflow technology the second area is around data integration and really tying together the structured and unstructured assets that organisations have and also in, in technologies referred to most commonly as master data management, getting a common view of the customer, a common view of the product. The third area is the area that is the, the focus of this, this event, which is around service-oriented architecture. And I think it's, I think it's important to recognise that service-oriented architecture is not a technology it's an approach, it's a methodology, but there are a number of technologies that can enable that, ranging from integration and messaging um, technology through to enterprise service buses and application service. There are a broad range of technologies that have a role to play there. And then fin- the final area is one that is oft forgotten and not considered to the extent that it should be, which is really around what we refer to as the access environment, the way that users... Um, suppliers, customers actually get access to the IT capabilities and here we're seeing a lot of innovation around things like rich internet applications and and technologies such as Ajax and it's really these four key areas of investment and innovation that we believe have a critical role to play in addressing these challenges. Excellent, thank you very much. Now I've got one last question here which is where should our listeners be focusing their energies now? You've probably already answered it, but let's have a little wrap-up here. I, th- I think to some extent I have answered it, but I, I, th- I think it's absolutely critical not to focus on technology. I, th- I think the first place that organisations need to start is to really get a far better understanding of the business processes that exist within their organisations and to, c- to understand 
for example, whether those business processes differentiate them or not, because that will affect the way that IT is delivered. Similarly, whether those business processes are supporting day-to-day execution or whether they're supporting you know, strategy and management processes. Again, the IT environment will be impacted. And without that understanding and without a, a clear insight into the priorities and goals the business has, any, any approach that tries to align IT with, with those processes is, is potentially doomed to failure. So I, I would you know, suggest a focus on business process initially and start to think about what it means to, to deliver IT as, as a set of services. Right. Now, I understand that on your website you've got a number of documents that might be helpful to our listeners. Is this true? Absolutely. Um, our website, which is www.mwdadvisors.com, um, all of our research is freely available. Simply have to subscribe to the site, and there's some re- variety of reports which start with discussions on IT business alignment through to business process management and service-oriented architecture. So absolutely feel free to go and download those papers. That sounds like a terrific resource. Thank you very much. And thank you, Neil, for your your time and your your insights. Interesting stuff. Neil's gone back to the briefing where two TIPCO customers, Societe Generale and EDS Credit, are sharing their experiences of business process management and a service-oriented architecture. After that, Computer Business Review Editor, Jason Stamper, is going to run a panel discussion where the speakers will address technical and cultural issues raised by the audience. It seems clear to me that a service-oriented approach to IT systems can unlock both data and functions from their existing silos. Business process management provides the means of analysing requirements and applying data and functionality exactly where it delivers the best value to the enterprise. If you want to know more, Here's the Mesut Award Dutton link again. It's www.mwdadvisors.com. TIPCO is at www.tibco.com. Computer Business Review is at www.cbronline.com. We welcome feedback, so if you want to comment on this podcast then you will find me, David Tebbert, at www.tebbo.com. We hope you found this podcast interesting. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.